Welcome to Horror Originals Podcast. I am Mansi and I am your storyteller. You are listening to the fourth episode of season 1, Behind the Wheel. Today's story is Closed Doors. Jean didn't feel sorry for salespersons going door to door trying to earn a wage. She didn't feel sympathetic for the NGO workers trying to get some money for charity. Even if it was a delivery person getting her orders, she'd always take the package without a smile. She would always shut the main door on their faces in irritation. They were low-class people who didn't deserve a look at her beautiful face and slender figure. Nor should anyone have a sense of the layout of the house lest they try to get in. That's not cool. Her flatmate would say every time she saw Jean shut the door on a poor guy's face. What is not? Jean would retort. Closing the door at someone's face is too rude, Jean. She would say with a disapproving frown. The least you can do is to close it politely. They are just some low lives. What is wrong with you? Jean would fight back. You have a twisted definition of who's a low life. She said and marched away in anger into her room, shutting the door in Jean's imitation. Jean snorted in disbelief. What did her roommate even mean? She decided not to care about it and carry on with her skincare routine. A long weekend arrived next week. Jean's flatmate hadn't spoken to her after their argument and had left with just a message about going to her friends to detox from her rude aura. Jean had simply deleted the message and had decided to party on her own. She ordered pizza, ice cream soda, and some grocery. Every time the order came, she shut the door the moment she took the package without a smile. or an expression of acknowledgement she wouldn't give them ratings for the delivery if she did it was on the basis of how she thought their face was and it was usually one star jean played music watched netflix for hours and then she realized she had run out of clean clothes not on a friday night no she groaned it was past midnight she had nothing to wear for the pajama party that evening with one of her friends If she wanted to sleep in late and make it in time to her friend's house, she had to do laundry. Jean scooped an armful of clothes and walked out of her room with headphones still on. She walked through the corridor towards the hall and out in the utility area. It was a small balcony converted into washing area that also housed a fully automatic washing machine in a corner. She switched it on and put her clothes inside. snap the door of her room shut loudly at the other end of the house she removed her headphones having noticed it but ignored it sure is windy today she said and changed the track she put a 30 minute clock on the machine and decided she needed coffee jean stepped out of the utility area snap the door shut behind her wind was blowing in from the grilled balcony she rubbed her arms as the surface broke into goosebumps it was getting cold i guess a bigger cup of coffee is required 
She walked towards the kitchen next to the utility area and grabbed a carton of milk from the fridge. A weird feeling of being alone at midnight filled her. Jean could feel her heartbeat quicken. She increased the volume of her headphones and changed the track to a fast party song. She jumped and the cup she was beating her coffee in fell on the kitchen slab. The door of her room had shut with a loud clap. She stepped into the hall and looked through a narrow corridor at her room. The door was opening with a soft cry. It picked up speed and shut again like a thunderclap in the house. She flinched. Bloody wind! Jean marched down the corridor and locked her door from the outside. The milk was boiling, so she rushed back to the kitchen and poured it in another cup, settling for instant coffee. The washing machine beeped a few songs later. She was done with her coffee and reading all celebrity gossip online by then. She stepped into the utility area to pick up the clothes. A strange sensation electrified the air. She wanted to get the clothes out quickly and go to her room. She started to pick up her clothes one by one. The cover of the washing machine shut sharply, almost getting her hand. Jean shrieked. Was it her imagination or did the lid close automatically? It was as if someone was pushing it. The wind had picked up pace too and it whooshed around the balcony. A somber groan filled the atmosphere and the wind became intense. She gulped and opened the lid with a trembling finger, while mustering the courage to scoop the clothes out of its steel container and snap. What is it? She screamed at the door of the utility area that had closed like an exploding grenade. It opened for a fraction with the wind creaking at its hinges before snapping shut again. Jean broke into whimpers and sweat. The door continued to shut and open. It was almost as if someone was there. The plaster around the doorway began to crack under the impact. The wind howled. She had to make a run for it. She would push the door with all her might and run outside the damned house. Jean put the laundry basket down and prepared herself. One big step and she'll break out. Or so she thought. The moment she pushed the door with all her strength, the door pushed her back with double that. Jean fell against the grilled wall. Her head was instantly split in pain and her eyes filled with tears of agony. The door continued to open and shut, this time with more thundering claps. To Jean's horror, the lid of the washing machine started to open and shut too. The plastic was cracking and the plaster of the doorway was falling. Jean was screaming, pushing herself into a corner of the utility area against a dustbin. She pressed her head between her knees and clasped her arms around her bleeding head. She screamed and cried as the doors of the house started following the monstrous door in front of her. Snap, snap and snap. Shut the doors in unison, like an orchestra. 
The lid of the washing machine was joined by the lid of the fridge, doors of wooden shelves, and window panes. Glasses shattered and things fell. The clatter and din made Jean's heart beat so fast that she was almost swooning. The injury on her head didn't help. She wailed and begged to be left alone. A strange knocking started at the main gate. Someone was beating at the door with fists. The beating at the door reached nearer and nearer. Shaking, she peeked from behind her knees, her face contorted in confusion. The plaster at the doorway was good as new. The door was not opening and shutting anymore. In fact, she couldn't hear anything out of normal. Someone was banging frantically at the utility area door and calling her name. Madam, stay back! A human voice shouted and the door broke open in the next second. The guard of a society and two young men stood in front of her. A middle-aged woman, the guard's wife, Jean Conquered, was watching her with eyes wide in fear and astonishment. The three men looked scared and perplexed too. Don't worry, we'll help you. The guards sighed with relief on seeing her returning to her senses. They helped her outside to the sofa and called an ambulance when they noticed the back of her head bleeding. Jean couldn't stand or sit straight. Everything seemed faded and slow. The doctors made her stay the night and released her after two days of observation. She came to know that the guard's wife, who lived with her family in a room in the parking area of her building, had heard her scream and cry in the utility room. The woman had gathered her husband and her sons to rush to her help. No one else had heard the cries in the building. Even the guard and his sons heard the cries only after the lady pointed it out. I pray a lot and I meditate with God's name every day. That's the reason I heard you, madam, she told Jane, warning her between the lines to embrace better ways of life. Jane's flatmate returned on hearing what had happened and stayed beside her till Jane recovered. She felt guilty for leaving Jane alone that day, but after noticing how the event had made Jane polite and humble, she believed what happened was for the best. Jane still jumps when someone shuts the door too loudly. She even suffers mild panic attacks when she's alone and the wind plays with the doors. She still feels the electrifying sensation in the air, sometimes at night. Whatever was there that day was on to her forever. Thanks for listening to my story all the way. If you want to hear more spine-chilling stories, follow Horror Originals. Do share and leave your thoughts in the comments. A small note on the copyright for the background music used. Please do not add this audio content to the YouTube content ID system. I have used background music owned by Fasilian Studios. Tune back in next week. I'll see you then.